Welcome to Who Picked This Movie, and today I've got my guest, Bryce Wisnett. How you doing, Bryce? Doing all right, man. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing all right. Today we're going to be going over the movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So why did you pick this movie, Bryce? Because it's, 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 it's uh, at the age I was when it came out, I mean, it's, it's frightening. It's frightening. It's one, of the, it's one of the biggest scary movies I've ever saw. And I've been scared of this movie for a long time. Well... I got to looking into some of the some of the um, information on the movie and found out that Toby Hooper, the director of this movie, also did Poltergeist. Uh, so this was like a downgrade for him after this. He did a couple of big budget movies and then did this, and then basically just did uh, TV episodes after that. He just kind of fell off. Well, what what, what TV did he do, man? Uh, it was all kinds of different horror stuff, but it would only do like one episode of directing for each one of those. I got you. Well, then it makes sense, you know, because Poltergeist is one of them things too. That's a, that's a that's a scary old school movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so I guess we'll start out with how the movie progresses. Uh, in the very beginning of the movie, there's kind of like these uh, camera flashes, and you're seeing uh, different pictures of corpses and everything. Right. And uh, I found out that. Uh, the person who was narrating it was actually John Arquette. No way. Or not John Arquette, John Larroquette. So according to John Larroquette, he was paid with a joint. A joint. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's, that's, that may not be true or not, but that's what he says. Right. So it starts out, and uh, he's doing the voiceover and everything. And we go, um, and they're showing these, basically these art pieces of corpses set up in the cemetery. Um, and they're looking at the crime scene. Uh, and then we, we kind of pan into a group of people in a van, and they're actually coming to see the, the graves because they had, I guess they had heard about uh, right. what was going right. on. And it was somebody that they were related to, their, their grandfather or something like that. Ten four. But, but you know, the, the, whole, the whole dressing up things on, on, I mean, it just builds the movie from the beginning of what you're going to end up seeing later on. Right, right. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's a spooky setup. Yeah. So we get to the graveyard and there's a drunk guy there and he's sitting inside of a tire and he is just out of his mind. He rolls back and he said, things happen here. We don't talk about it. I see things. Right, right. But you can barely hear it. So you kind of, you got to dig deeper and, and listen. Yeah. So he, he's definitely foreshadowing that something bad is about yeah, to happen. Yeah, something up. Or that he knows right, about something it. something up with this area. But the the characters are like it's to me watching this, uh, and it's been a long time since I watched this. Uh, the characters are almost slapstick in this. It's so low budget that like yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's 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 like the Scooby Doo gang, and and the guy in the wheelchair is Scooby. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I I looked up all the actors for this too, and and only one of the actors continued to do any real work after that. Um, uh, and we'll get into that later. I'll, I'll reveal who that we is. Got, got you. All right, let's get into it. Uh, so we start out there on the side of the highway. One of the first scenes is um, uh, the guy in the wheelchair. And Franklin. I'll have to. Yeah, Franklin. Franklin. So Franklin, they take him out of this uh, van in a wheelchair, and they're having to put boards out to get him right, out of the van. Right. Um, he is. <laughs> the very first scene you see him basically rolling off the side of a hill. <laughs> right, right, right. And he's in a wheelchair and like they go down to help him, but they never address him falling or anything in, in the show. And in the very next scene, uh, they end up picking up a hitchhiker. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, man. You could, you remember back in the 60s and the 70s, you know, hitchhiking was a thing. People would hitchhike from the East Coast to the West Coast all the time. Yeah, well, they, they pick him up, and one of the things I notice is they don't notice he's got, like, this roadkill purse. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, right. And and he's got like slaughtered animals inside. Like it's it's a yeah yeah it's 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 very skeevy like real fast. Um, Franklin, the guy in the wheelchair, he takes out a knife and um, the other guy pulls out a straight razor from his shoe. Yeah yeah like later remember he w- he wants to see the knife and so the guy takes the knife from him sees him yeah and then he gets it back and then he pulls out that straight razor. Well, the guy the hitchhiker has like some kind of old camera and and then he. Pulls it out and takes a picture of uh, Franklin. Um, they kind of ask him why he took his picture and everything. And then he tries to sell him the picture. <laughs> right, right. They should have kicked him out already. And uh, he goes from that point, and he asks him, he's like, hey, could you take me to my house? And everybody's like, nah, nah, we're not going to do that. Right, right. Your first instinct is what you should go with. I mean, that's, that, it, you know, everybody should go with that. So <laughs> this upset him, and he takes out the straight razor again and cuts Franklin on the arm. And they end up getting them out of the truck or the van, but then everybody asks like it never happened. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. And so the hitchhiker is the one I was telling you about who uh, actually ended up doing a lot more work after this. Um, nice. He uh, does nice. a lot of voiceover stuff for DC. Like modern day um, DC? Yeah, like modern day stuff. He's been working about the last wow. 50 years basically doing a lot of voiceover stuff. So they they leave from there. They go to a gas station slash barbecue restaurant. Right. That's that's a ten four. Kind of know when you pull up to this that the people there are somehow in on it. So they roll up to the gas station, and there's this guy sitting out front, and he's got like the biggest forehead of anybody I've ever seen. Like clearly something's wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. the hills have eyes. Yeah, yes, the hills. And have. that's the way this whole family is. They're all. I don't know if they're inbred or they're just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know I didn't mention before, but this is set in 1973, and this town is, like, extremely poor. So, so it, was, it was filmed in, in 1973? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, it was filmed in 73. So it... I mean, I guess it would be set at the same time. Yeah, yeah around the same time. Because all the cars are 70s, all the clothes are 70s, they're bell-bottoms. Right, right, right. It's, it's, it's love child time. So they leave, they end up leaving uh, the barbecue place and they're driving, they're getting low on gas and they finally find the house that um, Sally and Franklin, I guess they're brother and sister and they grew up in. Right, right. It's a very spooky place because if you notice, they slow down. They slow down as they ride by and then you're like, they're going to pass this place. Yeah. And then then they just turn in in the same scene. Yeah, and this house, all the windows are busted out. It's covered in moss. Clearly, nobody's lived there in a long time. Right, right, right. I I wouldn't go in there, and I'm I'm from the country. I wouldn't go in there. All right, so while everybody goes upstairs in the house, you know, they're looking at this creepy house, and everything's covered in cobwebs and spiders, and there's daddy long legs all in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Franklin's downstairs throwing a fit. <laughs> yeah, temp- he's having a temper tantrum. He's down there, and it's it's the longest fit, and he's blowing raspberries every time he yells. <laughs> right, right. He, he's clearly lost it. Yeah, he, he's he's. I think he's a little upset because you know he he doesn't have a girlfriend there with him. <laughs> so so he, he obviously feels like the fifth wheel. And so you've got uh, the two couples. You've got 
uh, Sally and her boyfriend, another couple, and then Franklin by himself. The two couples go upstairs and Franklin's left there and he goes into a room and finds a pile of bones up on a pillow. Right, 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 right. He finds a bunch of bones. All right, so the first couple, Kirk and Pam, decide that they want to leave and go swimming, but they're really going to get a hookup. Yeah, yeah, but but you know the the I can remember like the tagline from watching this in the past. You know, like you know you you don't go swimming at no swimming hole between no two sheds. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, you know I, I can remember that. And, and when old boy said, you know, well there's a swimming hole down there between them two sheds. You know, it's it's set in stone with me. I ain't going swimming. So now we have, and and this is a big thing too that I found out is um, during the filming of this, it's the dead heat of summer. Summertime. So it's 100 degrees outside, and they're running through waist-tall grass right. in Texas. There has to be, you know, snakes, scorpions everywhere. Also during this, I found out, too, that uh, the guy, since it was such a low-budget movie, right? Uh, they didn't have extra wardrobes. So Leatherface, the character, he had to wear the same clothes the entire thing. He never changed. And by the end of it, nobody would sit near him. Because he would just sweat all the time. His body he, just changed, he smelled I guess, so bad. <laughs> from being out in that 100-degree weather. That stank face. Stank face. But, but didn't, didn't he change faces in it at some point? Yes, they had multiple faces, but his clothes are the same throughout, and they only had one pair. Oh, Lord. So the couple goes up to this. They hear a generator running, and they go to look. They're like, maybe we can find some gas for our car. So they go up to this White House, and you've got this... Uh, False sense security. Security. They uh, have a white swing in front. The house looks nice. Everything. Well, well, I mean, if if you backpedal a little bit, you remember when they first came up there, they 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 noticed that uh, the generator was running, and then they followed the cord, and then there was these tarps over yeah, a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And then they they looked under, and there's these these miscellaneous cars just being hid from the sky by all these tarps. Yeah, it was like military camouflage. Right, right. Like they're, they're hiding something, you know? And then and what was the generator even running? It never showed you what the generator was attached to. Maybe, maybe the deep freezer. Yeah, <laughs> both big old deep freezer. So they go up to the front door, um, knock on it. Nobody, of course, is answering. And you can kind of see in, and there's a red room full of taxidermy. And right, like right at the end of the hallway. Yeah. It seems to be the cleanest spot in the whole hallway right. is that red room. And so Kirk goes inside. Uh, he's asking if anybody's there. And it's this point where we get our first kill in the movie. Uh, right, tell right. Us, tell us what happens there, Bryce. It's, 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 it's you know, you, know you, you hear a pig squeal, and, and it's a pig squeal inside a house. And, and he goes in. And, and he's looking around, and then he comes up to the door, and then all of a sudden, this Manzilla shows up and clocks him in the head with a meat hammer and just pulls him in and then slides this steel door shut. It's so dramatic for me, for me. What got me was, was watching Kirk fall to the ground, and then he, you know, pretends to seize like, <laughs> like you would if you really got smacked right, in right, the head. Right, that hard. Yeah. By some Manzilla. I mean, that's a big old dude. Yeah. And, and it was, I would say, at least a five-pound mallet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a Easily. metal mallet. Yeah. It's probably a tenderizer is what it is. 
So the girl is now sitting in a swing in front of the house, um, and she calls for him. He doesn't answer. Right. Uh, she goes in. Uh, the still door is closed, so she doesn't go there. She goes into another room. Right. And this, this is this is Pam. Yeah. This is his girlfriend. It's full of chicken feathers and bones, and there's a couch made out of bones, out of out of a person. Out of, there's a skull on it. Like like they they start seeing. Like yeah. some real macabre. I don't even know if that's a real word, but there's some real macabre going on. But when I was watching the thing, I noticed is this movie would have been five minutes shorter <laughs> <laughs> because they spent that long panning around the room. Right, right, right. It took a long time to let you know exactly where you were. All right. So after we've had this um, five minute room tour. <laughs> right, right. To understand where you're at. We get... We get our second kill. Well, we get our second like like exposure to the manzilla. Right. Like he shows up, and and the girl screams, and he just gra- and it's, it's no contest, no contest. He just he just takes her. Well, she she ends up in a pretty predicament. <laughs> yes, a li- a living predicament. Like 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 he doesn't really kill her right then, but he puts her in in a. He takes her and puts her on a meat hook in the same room. Yeah, and she has to watch him cut up Kurt. <laughs> right, at the same time. While she's hanging there. Yeah, her boyfriend. All right, so we find ourselves back at the house with Jerry and Sally and Franklin, and Jerry decides to go to the house. He's going to look. Well, he doesn't know the house is there. Oh, oh so, so you're talking about he, they leave the Sally's house, Sally and Franklin's house. Right, right. So he leaves. He goes to find the other two. And he goes into the house. He he sees the red room. It's open. He knocks on the door. Nobody answers. Uh, I don't know if he hears something, but he goes inside. Right, right, right. Um, and he goes into the kitchen, and there's a big, deep chest freezer. And he can hear something from inside. And that's where we get our third kill. Yeah, that's where we get – right. That's where we get our confirmation on our third kill. That's That's absolutely true. So Leatherface runs in and smacks him with the mallet. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, yeah, but, but remember, he chases him for a while. He chases him for a while. And once, and once again, the, they run, and he's not going anywhere. He's, he's just running in circles, running in circles. And I, and I guess the funny thing to me of this whole scene was Leatherface freaks out. Yeah, he's yeah. like... He's like, where are all these people coming from? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I I keep mean, he, don't, he, don't, he don't mind killing them. It's just, they keep showing up in his kitchen. Yeah, this is three people that have walked into his house. <laughs> right. Well, walked right up to the kitchen. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, imagine chickens and pigs and cows just walking right up to your door, you know? And he sits down by the window after he's like looking out like, like is anybody else coming? Right. He's frustrated. Right. He thinks he's surrounded. In some and he way starts cause... like licking the most gnarly teeth. Oh yes. These yes. things are all messed up. Yes. Yes, they are. Well, I mean, if you look at the rest of the family that you've seen so far, then yeah, they all have some like yeah, physical flaws. Yeah, absolutely. And like, and like I said before, you know, in literature, it, it you know, usually has a physical flaw with the bad guy. Yep. All right. So now Jerry is dead. Of course, Jerry's dead. And we go back to the house with Sally and Franklin. So the brother and sister are the only two left. Yeah, it's, it's dark by now, right? Yeah, it's, it's dark outside. And we keep on seeing the moon up in the sky. Yeah, cause, yeah, we've seen it twice by now, I think. The full moon. Yeah. Uh, and she ends up pushing Franklin through the brush. 
towards this house. Yeah, they, and they, they decide to go look for, for, for everybody. So as they're pushing, as uh, Sally's pushing Franklin through the woods. In a wheelchair. In a wheelchair. Franklin doesn't even get to speak. Right. Because Leatherface jumps out and just cuts him straight down the middle. <laughs> right. He impels him right in the middle and just, just, and I think Sally's still just holding on to the wheelchair, watching this happen in, in absolute, like frozen amazement. Right. Uh, she runs off. Leatherface is chasing her with the chainsaw. Uh, her hair gets caught in the thorns. Right. I don't know if that was real or if that was like in the. Right. Like, like happenstance and they just left yeah. it in. Right. I, I would think that would be more. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what happened. And it just so happens she runs straight to Leatherface's house. Right. Right. That only makes sense. Uh, she runs in the front door and locks it. Help, 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 help. Yeah. She's yeah. Screaming. He, he cuts through it. She runs to another room uh, where there are two cadavers sitting up in like tall back chairs that you would find at your grandmother's house. Right, right, right. It's very, it's, it, yeah, the whole house is old. It's got, it's got to be at least 18th century. So at this point, uh, Leatherface has cut th his way through the front door. Yeah. He's chasing her around the house. She done ran upstairs. She's upstairs. And she runs and just jumps straight out the second floor window. You know, like in, in other movies, they don't, they don't allow you to jump out the window. They make you hide in a closet and, and have the, the person or the killer come in and hunt for you. And there's this big quiet moment where everybody's got to be quiet. That ain't what real people do. Real people try and escape. Right. She jumped out the window is what you should do. Right. Jump out the window. And so he chases her and they end up. At the gas station slash barbecue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, she, they, he chases her for a while. I mean, she's dodging trees like tackles. He's tearing down trees, you know, like as he's running with the chainsaw, cutting as he's, as he's running. Yeah, and they end up back at that original gas station barbecue hut tire change place or what, whatever all it does. Yeah. Ends up back there, and she, and she bangs on the door and falls in the old, old dude, and he shuts the door behind her. Yeah, yeah. And so at this point, we find out that that what we already thought, that they're involved. It's something skeevy. It, yeah. it's, it's skeevy. And if you can remember, you know, like if you go back and look, you remember when the original guy, the hitchhiker, cut himself? If you go back and look to where the van pulls up, it's almost like he marked the van with his yeah. blood on the van. And then they went to the barbecue hut, tire change and lube and, and haircut place. And, <laughs> and then, and then they, he saw the blood and then he started playing his game. Right. You know? Right. They're, all, he's, they're being marked as they go. So we find out that this is uh Leatherface's brother. They're all related. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And he acts like he's going out to get help, but he comes back in with a burlap sack and a rope and she's like, what are you doing? So this character, notice, uh the old man, he starts just beating Sally with a broom. Right. right. And this is, this is the gas station guy. This is the gas station. And it was funny because he was beating her with the bristle side. <laughs> right, right. Right. So you, he you can hear the swish. The swish as it's happening. I don't think he wants to damage her. Any. He just wants to get her to go in that in that direction, whatever direction he's opposing. Yeah, but somehow he knocks her out with the brush end of the broom. With the brush end. With the brush end of the broom. Yeah, and he ends up taking her back, bagged up to that house. Right. Well, well you know, Sally's been through a whole lot, man. I mean, yeah. you know, you can get knocked out with a tablespoon. And the whole time they're driving down the road, he's trying to come off. Uh, 
I think the actor was trying to come off as scary, but he came off more as crazy. He was acting like he was going to hit her with a rod. Right, right, right. But never does. That. Never does. Right. So they get into the house, and the old man starts beating on Leatherface. Uh, Leatherface like cowers back in fear, which is insane because you have this massive beast of a person. Right, right. That obviously has has a deadly and and very convincing personality that he would yeah. he would he would get rid of you very fast. And this seventy year old man is just beating on him and acting like he's a little kid. Right. It's like it's like master and slave. Yeah. Um, he's wearing a different mask at this point, the, the which pretty is, woman. Right, which is even creepier. And I don't know if she's that pretty, but it's it's a woman's face yeah. on a big old man. Yeah, I only know that's what it's called, the pretty the pretty woman mask. Oh, oh, oh the man well, it, it's it's scary. At this point, Sally is tied to a chair. Right. They're right. sitting at the kitchen table. Right. Um, and the hitchhiker goes upstairs and we're introduced to the grandfather. Right, but but didn't we didn't we meet them earlier? But we thought they were dead. I don't think the old guy was dead. I think you've seen so many corpses in the house at this point. You can't really different differentiate from them right. because they well, look well, like you, that. Well you, well, you know, the whole movie started off with like decorative corpses on tombstones. So and that's what and that's right. what the grandfather looks like. Right, right. They all look look well, you know, in some sort of macabre decoration, I guess. Yeah, even. Even when they're in the kitchen, like the overhead light is a bunch of faces. Right, right. It's 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 messed up. Um, you mean when they're at the dining room table, like the overhead? Yeah, when, light? They're, when they're that's right. It's like faces all the way around, flesh yeah. faces. That's Ed Gein, ain't it? Yeah. Oh God. So Sally loses it, and I like to call this the Hulk moment. Because her eyes turn bright green and she looks like David Banner. She, she looks like she's about to change. Yeah, she's getting ready to hawk out. Yeah, yeah. And she kind of does for a second. She don't get very far. No, no, no. Because she's still in the chair. All right, so now that the grandfather's downstairs, they take and cut her finger and let this corpse of an old man start sucking on her finger and she's losing it. So, you know, they, they cut Sally's finger and this dead thing that's sitting in this chair that they just brought down from upstairs just comes to life and, and they take her finger and they put it in his mouth and he becomes even more alive and, and starts partaking of the wine of Sally out of her finger. Yeah. And now we've, we probably could have cut another five minutes off with the screaming. Well, well, see, that's what stuck me the first time I saw it is, is made me want to jump in the screen and save her was her absolute truth of screaming right like, like it's it's blood curdling and so we're sitting around the table and they start taunting her right and they're just really messing with her and one of the guys says grandpa's the best killer there ever was right and this, so this is about to turn it right i understand let's yeah. go let's go with this let's and go. they're gonna let grandpa kill sally <sighs> so they pull the chair over, but Grandpa is too weak. Right, and she's freaking out. Yeah. And they put like a like a foot pan or a bed pan or an old tin foot pan below her head. Yeah, and hand him the mallet. Right, and keep trying to help him but bash her skull in. <laughs> he's so weak, 
that he can't hold the mallet and but he yeah, keeps falling the, out. But yet he's the best killer that's ever been. And this is another five minutes <laughs> of, of insanity of you've got to watch all this happen. Her screaming, holler, Leatherface helping the old man try to hit her in the head. Then, then old man saying, you know, you know, I'll do it. I'll let me do it. I'll do it. You know, it's just, it's no wonder Sally's losing her mind. No right. wonder. So she uses all that Hulk strength and escapes and runs and jumps out the window again. This time from the first floor. She's jumped out the window. Insane. Right. Yeah, yeah. And the hitchhiker runs after her. Right. And then behind him is Leatherface with the chainsaw. With the chainsaw. Right. She's in a desperate sprint for life. Yeah, and the hitchhiker ends up catching up to her in the road. Which and, is a which is a pretty good distance away. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a good hundred yards. I right, mean, right through that, the woods. Yeah. And along comes a transfer truck and just flattens the hitchhiker. Right, right. She gets out of the way, flattens the hitchhiker. Yeah. He jumps out of the car or out of the truck, and Sally runs over to the truck, and then Leatherface comes up with the chainsaw running, and they both climb back up in the truck and out the other side. Right, right. Well, well there, there's a lot more desperation in it. Like, like he sees what's going on. He gets in the truck. Sally gets there. She's screaming, hollering, help me, help me, help me. He literally, when you watch it, he jerks her into the truck, into the cab of the truck. And they right. both go out the other side. And, le- and he shuts the door. And Leatherface takes the chainsaw and starts carving into the side of the driver door. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's a bunch of nuts going on. Yeah. We never see the truck driver again. He bolts. Right. He, they, they both come out the other side. And I still, to this day, you know, he obviously survived, but, yeah. but he ran away. And then another truck came down the road. Now, Sally is run out into the road again. And a pickup truck comes along. She jumps in the back of it. Right. Banging and, takes and screaming off. and hollering. Still. Yeah. She's, she's lost it. And Leatherface does this like weird like interpretive dance with the chainsaw, chainsaw in the middle of the road. disco, dude. It's chainsaw disco, man. <laughs> it's chainsaw disco. And he's just spinning around in the middle of the road. And that's, Revving that saw. And she just starts laughing hysterically because she knows she's getting away. Right, right. But I, I, don't, think that's, I don't think that's like a duper's delight thing. I think she literally lost her mind. Like, like she's nuts now. Like, like she's going to be nuts. So we've gotten to the end of the movie and I looked up some facts on the movie and, you know, one of the things we, we like to do is look at movies that were sleeper movies. This was not a sleeper movie. No, no, not at all. This was a low budget movie that was a mega hit. Right, right. I believe uh, when I looked that it cost about 140000 uh to make. And it ended up making $26 million. So the profit, the profit's outrageous. Whoever did this movie's marketing was a genius. Yeah. Yeah. It works. This, uh, you know, the, the, the same for the Blair Witch, you know? Yeah. It's, you know, low budget, high, high yield, man. So this movie made back 189 times the production budget. Right. The, the, the original cost. It's that, insane. That, I mean, that's a good. It's good. I mean, it's a creepy movie. It's a creepy movie. You won't be walking in no house out in the middle of nowhere. You definitely ain't going swimming between no two sheds. There's a lot of lessons to be learned in this. A lot. Don't walk into strangers' houses. 
Don't don't be doing that. You see a tooth on somebody's porch, go home. If you just need a little bit, if you got enough gas to go another mile, go another mile. Don't be trying to get gas from somebody's, you know, little compressor they got outside or a generator. Yeah. And you see cars covered up with tents. There's something. There's something up. Yeah. That is my thing about this whole movie. You see it all happening, and they still progress. It's, it's either a psycho with a chainsaw or a meth house. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think it's a meth house. I, I think I think the people, the 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 victims, I guess, of this are just as crazy as the other people. Because I would have turned around already. Yeah, they weren't very bright. No, I wouldn't have stayed at this house without windows. You know, they found bugs, and there was a nest. A nest. Have you ever seen a nest of Granddaddy Longlegs? No. Well, they show you one in this movie. Y'all watch the movie and you'll see there's a nest in the corner of Granddaddy Longlegs. All right. So, Bryce, if you, uh, we're going to use a rating scale for this movie. One to 10 chainsaws. What do you give this movie? One to 10. On my, on my scale, it's, it's my original. I, I don't, I don't. I've I've seen just um, I've seen a lot of horror movies, but this one this one got me. It's too it's the screaming man. So I'd I'd, I'd give it a I'd give it a nine nine saws man nine saws absolutely. It's a good movie. I'll give it a six, but I don't know that I could give it any more than that. It's it's worth a watch for sure. Um, I imagine we'll end up covering the second movie at some point. So I think we'll end with a disclaimer for this movie. It's 1973. There's not a chainsaw massacre. Only one person was killed with a chainsaw. Have fun with that. (laughs) We love you, Franklin. All right, this was Who Picked This Movie. We hope you enjoyed your time and will join us on our next episode.